0: Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore Your Pain Away. My name's Jason Newland and... for those of you that haven't listened to any of the previous recordings I've done um, I'm trying to think how to explain them It's similar to the Let Me Bore You To Sleep in a sense, but it's a little bit more focused. But the idea really is that I talk for uh, about an hour-ish. And you only listen when you can safely close your eyes you don't have to close your eyes but only do it only listen when you can safely close your eyes so this isn't something to listen to when you're driving a car or I don't know doing surgery on someone you know just whatever it's this this is it's parachute jumping it's, it's just ideally just in case you get so bored that you fall asleep which is possible because that is what I'm known for, for sending people to sleep. That is kind of my M O, as it were. So is it M O, motor opera opera M O, motor operandum or something? Yeah, I don't know what it means. So what I would say is this: if you do have uh, if you're listening because you've got chronic pain or any kind of physical pain, do see a specialist first. This is not a replacement. This recording is not a replacement for professional advice or anything like that, you know. Get permission from your doctor, your GP, your medical practitioner. Find out the cause of the pain before listening to this. Now, I imagine most people have probably already done that. So, for example, it, I have arthritis in my lower back. So I know the cause of the pain in my lower back, which is fine. But if someone has, you know, starts having pains in their stomach and they don't know what's caused in it, I mean, it could be appendicitis or it could be something... Uh, That needs medical attention. So, that is not a time to listen to recordings. Okay. Uh, I think I've covered that boring part. Don't worry, it's going to get even more boring. Don't, don't you worry. It will. So what I would say is, I'm not going to focus on any particular part of your body. I'll let you do that. What I will say is, first of all I've got Vinny underneath the desk. And he's making some weird noises for some reason. He's uh, eating a bone. He's waiting for his dinner, but I'm waiting for his dinner to be delivered. So I can't give him any food. He has had some food. I mean, it's not like he's never eaten. He had some food a few hours ago, but he's he's waiting. (laughs) So I will give him something later. In the next hour or so. So... My suggestion. Oh, by the way, if if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Why don't you just get to the point?" You might as well go away now because I don't get to the point, and that's part of the point. Part of, uh, and you you'd have to listen. You may need to listen more than once, or to what the kind of thing that I do, because what you find is. changes start to occur. You start to relax. I mean, you might be a bit frustrated to start with because perhaps this isn't quite what you thought it would be. And I I understand that, I do. It's not going to be for everyone. However... What tends to happen, and I've got um, 18 years experience of making audio recordings for, for helping people with relaxation, chronic pain and sleep, the insomnia, stuff like that. So, you know, this is not my, this is not my first hot air balloon ride. Is it's... it's I've done it before had a bit of feedback and one thing I do seem to be quite good at is boring people which might not seem like a very good skill I didn't think it was a particularly good skill to be honest when I first got told how boring I was when I made these recordings but there's something about That part of your brain, which is responsible for the physical, the unwanted physical sensations that you may be or may have been experiencing, that part of the brain tends to be affected by my voice. In... A negative way for that part of the brain, but a positive way for you. Because that part of the brain wants to be stimulating, it wants to do, you know, wants to have fun and, you know, but maybe. But for you, you don't really want that, do you? You don't really need those unwanted physical sensations. And there's something about using that term as well, isn't there? Unwanted physical sensations, as opposed to the uh, the P word. Vinny, can you make a little bit more noise, please? Thank you. It's my little Jack Russell under the table. He's got such a temper on him sometimes. He really has. He's a little fireball, little firecracker. So listening to the Let Me boy You To Sleep recordings may actually be useful to anyone with chronic pain. Because what my voice has a tendency of doing is slowing down your mind or your, your your mind's reaction to my voice is that it starts to slow down. It gets a little bit bored because while you're listening to me, you can't do any of those things that you were doing before. For example, it's very hard to really be focusing... On the discomfort because you're listening to me. You can't give your full attention to more than one thing. You can give partial attention. Like I've got partial attention to the annoying sounds coming from underneath my desk. It's not me, it's it's Vinny. But hey. It's part of the... He is part of the podcast. He is the... He is my assistant. He does nothing for the recording, but he's still my assistant. He's my little boy and he lives here, so... I currently... I'm homeschooling him. <laughs> he's not old enough to go to school yet. Although technically he is 14, but he's 2. Uh, ...in doggy years, that's 14 I think. Literally turned two yesterday. Happy birthday, Vinny! I didn't get him any cake... ...because I forgot. I forgot it was his birthday. It's, it's terrible, isn't it? So... ...what I would say to start with, and to start of any... ...of these Let Me boil Your Pain Away recordings... I would say near the beginning, which this is still kind of near the beginning, even I've been waffling on for 10 minutes probably. Figure out where you are on a scale from zero to 10, zero being, or 10 being the worst sense of that physical discomfort that you don't want and don't need. Or zero being nothing. Now, just, just get a rough idea if you focus on that part of your body. Uh, maybe you'll need to move it a little bit just to get in touch with it, but... just notice it, just notice what... what score would you give it between zero and ten. when I say score, I don't mean like, isn't she doing well? I don't mean that. like you're brilliant. You've got a seven out of ten. No, just roughly where are you with that? how how do you how are you with it? Now, it's always worth remembering that there are no physical sensations in the brain. I don't know if you realise that. There's no senses in the brain, no physical senses. You can't... Once you get through the skull, the brain is completely numb. Nothing at all. Um, and ironically, all of our feelings come from the brain. All of our feel- physical sensations are derived from the brain. Even though the brain has no physical sensations in it. Get your head around that one. So. When you realise that. It definitely makes, makes you look at headaches differently. when you realize that you can't have I mean, most of your head can't have pain there can't be pain you could you know it's you can have physical dis- discomfort on your skull that's obviously that's possible because there are phys- there are senses there you can feel that you can feel the skin you can have you know there's you can have discomfort in the skin. But the skin is very, very thin on the skull. And then you've got the skull. But everything inside the skull, there can't be any pain there. So when you realise that, like, and that's real, this is reality. Any feeling that you have or may have or have had including what I've had in the, in the past of that discomfort in the head there isn't any there might be in the skull there might be on the skin but there's none in the brain and that takes up what 99% of the head or the the you know I don't know what percentage, but the brain takes up a lot of the head, doesn't it? You know, I'm talking about the head, not the face. So, that can't have any... It can't have any sensations inside. There's nothing. It's not, it's not... It's just not able to have it. It just doesn't exist. So... automatically when you realize the fact, because that's pretty much the same as you know when you hurt when you think you've hurt yourself. I' think it happens with kids, doesn't it sometimes but you, you've maybe you've fallen over or, and you think you've hurt yourself but then you realize you haven't but for a short while you was in agony and then you realise oh it's just a graze it's fine you think oh I've broken my leg or broke, oh whatever oh there's going to be a bone sticking out and then you take your trousers off and you, you're you're like oh wow, wow. it's uh, it's just a little bruise and then you get arrested by the police for being naked in public but that's a separate story It's enough about my life. So, it changes how you feel because as soon as you know that, that agonising physical sensation immediately disappears, replaced by just a bruise. Ouch. Just a bruise. You know if you couldn't see, if you had your hand and you 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 were blindfolded, and you thought that someone was really hurting your fingers when actually all they were doing was just squeezing them really hard, but you thought they'd been cut. Or even removed. You'd be screaming in agony. And then you open your eyes. And you see that your fingers are still there. And immediately you'd feel fine. It's similar to when you get bad news. But it's false. Or maybe someone's just put playing a trick on you. Saying, oh, this happened. Like, oh, no, no, no. Like, no, I'm just kidding, just kidding. Oh, you bastard. And it changes. The way you feel changes, like, instantly. And I said, you see it with kids all the time. They'll fall over and they'll look up at the parents, maybe. a look up. In order to know what reaction to give, if the parents laugh, chances are the kid will laugh, get up, and just carry on playing. If the if the parents are all worried and concerned, run over, what's happened, Joey? What's happened? What are you? Oh? Pretty much guaranteed the kid is gonna cry, and they're gonna feel, they're gonna feel it as well, physically feel it even though there's nothing really to physically feel. And it's going to be worse. It's going to feel worse than it is. And that's something that we've probably all seen. Probably all done as well. I remember I fractured my back just over a year ago. I fell down the stairs and... What did I... I sat in the hospital for... In the waiting room... For about 12 hours... Waiting to be seen... I'd would i been seen initially... And then I was waiting to be seen by a doctor... So I'd had a bit of pain relief... But it was just general thing... And that was probably... An hour and a half after I got there... So I'd been there 10 and a half hours... So whatever pain relief I got was completely worn off by now, and uh, they'd already checked my back to make sure it wasn't—I didn't have any serious spinal injury that they could tell. So they seemed satisfied with that, and then a the doctor said, "Well, we're going to give you a CT scan, but I don't think you really need it." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well," um. We need to give you a CT scan to see whether or not you've got a fracture. But you can't have a fracture because if you if you did have a fracture, you wouldn't be able to stand there. You'd be you'd be in agony. You wouldn't be able to stand there. You wouldn't be able to just. You wouldn't be able to do that. And I wasn't tap dancing or anything like that. You know, it wasn't like I was doing handstands. And I was like, well. That's a bit of a strange thing to say. What did you expect me to do? You expect me to sit down for 12 hours with a fractured back. This is what you're saying. But you don't think I should be able to stand up. When actually standing up was easier than sitting down. Like it, the that was hurting me more. But... And I said, okay, well, we'll just do the CT scan. <clears throat> did, the C, C, did the CT scan. CAT scan what whatever it is, and uh, it turned out I had two fractures, two different fractures in my back, and he, and the doctor was like, well, I can't, what, I don't understand it, you should be, you should be screaming, so boy, well, do you want me to scream, you know, I said I can't scream anyway, I, I need to keep my voice nice for my podcasts, he said, you're still doing that, are you? I said, yeah. Still doing it. He said, how long has it been now? I said, well, it's been about uh, 16 years, 16 and a half years now. Because it was a while back, isn't it? And he said, uh, don't you mean 18 years? I said, no, no, there will be a 18 years when I do the podcast about this. When I talk about you, but I've not done that yet. And that's the future, isn't it? He said, oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. And he said... Um, still eating ready break every day i said yeah he said do you really think it's going to help you lose weight by eating breakfast cereal for a f- couple of meals each day i said i don't know it's worth a try isn't it is not it?" He said, yeah, i suppose so i just uh, don't you miss eating i said well i've never really been a big eater i've really been a big eater he said well no true never seen you eat too much it's so weird though, because you look like you do eat a lot. At which point I like that's a bit rude. It's a bit over the top. Bit too, uh, bit too over familiar. I said that's what I said to him. He said, "Yeah, but you are my dad." And I said, I'm "Not your dad. Why would you tell? Stop telling people I'm your dad." He said, "Oh, okay." Uh, Yeah, so I had a a fractured back in two places. And some of you might be thinking, how did you make this about you? How did you make this podcast all about you? And everything I do is going to be about me really, isn't it? I can't do it about other people because I don't know anyone that's listening. I don't know the people personally. But what I do know is... Sometimes when you're listening to just absolutely pointless stories going around and your brain starts to shut down a little bit, just it gets bored because maybe it's not so easy to follow or maybe you just don't bother to follow it. And I mean, there's also... A degree of distraction involved as well so that's yeah that, that could be quite good at times but the whole idea is you know sometimes we feel different experiences we have Ever changing physical sensations, constantly changing. Because no feeling, whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, stays the same forever. It just doesn't. We're constantly, and I know I've used the word constantly one well now three times, we're always moving, we're always in flow you know energy wise and let's face it we're moving forward in time you can't go backwards you can't go sideways it's just forward with every tick tock of the clock we're going forward so any feelings physical feelings or emotional feelings that you may have had in the past of course you You can choose to re-experience them. But if that is the case and you choose to do that, why wouldn't you choose to experience the nice feelings, the pleasant feelings, the enjoyable sensations physically and emotionally? If you decide to choose to re-experience past physical feelings or emotional feelings. Perhaps, it makes sense to me, I don't know about you, how much sense this might make. Now, you can feel however you want to feel. So for example, I I broke my toe three three and a half weeks ago, my big toe on my right foot. Telling you the toe and what foot it's on, probably not that relevant to to you ly, perspective-ly, perspectively That's not even a, a word, is it? Uh, but I there's something, when I first did it, because I kicked the wall while I was asleep. Weird. It was a weird thing. Literally really put a dent in the wall with my toenail. Uh, and I've just really, you know, it's very strange. I don't, you, I don't know if I've ever done that before. I might have punched the wall once, or a few times maybe when I was younger. But I've never like broken anything during my sleep. Um, Broken a few hearts in my dreams. (laughs) But uh, only in my dreams that is. I. There was something about having a broken toe. That just didn't bother me. It was a little bit uncomfortable. It was very painful. But it didn't affect me emotionally. And I noticed that. Because it didn't affect me emotionally, it wasn't really a huge problem. As long as I didn't bash it, as long as I was careful, then it was fine. I didn't have the luxury of not having to walk because I've got a little dog, so I have to take him out at least generally four, four or five times a day. Usually about four, about, yeah, four to five times a day I take him out. For a walk, I was a little bit limited to how long I could walk for, but it didn't really have an emotional effect. And I noticed that because of emotionally feeling calm and relaxed. There was a sense of like, oh, oh well, oh, it's just a toe. And because I knew what it was, well, not I knew it was a toe. I didn't need anyone to explain that to me. But because I knew it was just a broken bone, it was nothing major. You know, it's not like I woke up and my my big toe had turned into a caterpillar. That would have been weird. But no, it's, uh, or even weirder, if I actually kicked a hole in a wall. Because that would mean i would got some kind of superpowers. I'm not sure how useful that would be as a superpower. You know, stop people, stop muggers and robbers in the street. that are stand there, what are you going to do? Well, if you bring a wall with you next time, then I can do something. I can kick walls, I can kick holes in walls. But we don't have a a wall with us. We better be on your way then. But next time if I see you with a wall. So. Even with my back. Fractured. I got someone in the. Waiting room. When I was waiting to have the. CAT scan. Or it might be after the CAT scan. And I had this little dressing gown thing on I don't know what they call it you know little robes that you wear and I got someone to take a picture of me and I posed and I looked like I was in a good mood now partly I was in a good mood because I knew that I was going to be able to go home soon after by this time it was about 13 and a half hours I was ready (laughs) ready to go home I really was I don't know if part of the NHS waiting list, the waiting time is, I mean, if it gets any longer, people will be healed before they're even seen. Like, uh, you might have had a broken toe, we're not sure. It seems okay now. That's because I've been here for three months waiting. So I got someone to take a picture of me. And I was in a good mood even though two fractures in my back, very restrictive physically. But I could see the funny side to it because I'd fallen down the stairs and I imagined myself what it would must have looked like. Because I walked down about three steps and I just bounced the, the rest of the way down. That must have just been funny to watch. At least I I get that from the fact that my friend who was downstairs was watching and he was laughing. So I'm guessing it was quite funny. At that point he didn't know I'd hurt myself. Um, He just said it was funny just because I was just bouncing. Because I'm kind of like uh, a big ball. So I actually thought that I'd roll down but I didn't. I didn't. I did actually bounce like a slinky, you know, I kind of went down like a, <laughs> or a rubber ball, and knowing that I was okay, because let's face it, a back, I'm okay, didn't injure my spine, no internal injury other than just a couple of fractures, broke my toe, just a bone. I mean, yeah, it'd, be, it'd affect me if I was a football player, a soccer player, you know. It would be, affect me if I was reliant upon my big toe for my career. So I guess if I was about to enter into a, a kickboxing tournament or Muay Thai or karate or you know, something like that, yeah, because that's going to have a, an effect on my life at that moment. Or if I was a a ballet dancer, or just a dancer generally, it'd have an effect because I wouldn't be able to do that for, you know, five, six weeks. I guess most sporting events really that involve physical activity would be limited. but i thought i should tell you now i'm not actually a professional sports person um if you saw me in person you'd be surprised at that cuz i do look like i'm could be you know <laughs> i don't i don't so you might think well, why are you telling us this what's this got to do with anything it hasn't necessarily So I'm gonna ask you what is the scale of your thing now? Zero to ten. Where is it now? Just be honest. Where is it? Just, you know, go back to that part of your body and just get a sense of where it is. How it feels differently how it's changed you've changed you have changed so time just time itself changes how we feel just time Just doing absolutely nothing is all you have to do. But literally, not a damn thing. And changes occur naturally. The healing process would occur naturally. I'm doing nothing to facilitate any kind of accelerated healing for my big toe but it's healing. It's just healing on its own. Using the amazing power of the body. I mean, wow. Well, it's the mind, isn't it? The brain that produces that healing. The brain that has no physical sensations inside. Blimey. Which means... So that part of the brain which produces a physical sensation can be active or inactive. It can change. I guess like a light bulb, you know, you can switch it on, switch it off. You have the option by choosing. And sometimes, I think the body likes to conserve energy. And it takes a lot of energy to be providing, uh, for the brain to provide a substantial amount of physical feelings that maybe you're not wanting. The brain is providing that, but it's a lot of energy that your brain would rather not use. And sometimes... I'm not saying you're going to get a power cut. But sometimes... Like with with the internet, you know, if you get broadband... There's periods of the day or night when it goes slower. Because more people are using it. It just goes slower. And there's times where your brain automatically, we don't know why, automatically slows down. Automatically sends feelings of comfort and relaxation, because that takes no energy. To feel relaxed takes no energy. It's the difference between blowing up a balloon and just letting the air out of a balloon. Blowing up a balloon takes energy. Too Too much energy for my little old lungs. Letting the air out of a balloon. No energy whatsoever. No effort. Easy peasy. And it's the same with the body, producing unpleasant feelings. So when when the mind produces unpleasant feelings for a particular part of the body, it it takes a lot of energy to keep that going. But when the mind produces relaxation, it's not so much that it's producing it, it's just... Allowing it. Because you can't feel relaxed and stressed at the same time. You know. You can't have. You know. If you if you grip your hand really tight. Really tight. As, as tight as you can. Without obviously causing any damage to it. Without. You know. So that it's still okay. But you grip it. It's not relaxed. Your hand's not relaxed. You can't be relaxed and tense at the same time, but to hold your hand takes effort, and to grip it, and you know, it takes effort, there's no effort involved in letting go, I make zero effort, the brain doesn't need to be activated at all for you to let go. It just needs to be, you just need to basically give yourself permission. Relaxing. Feeling calm. It's just natural. So natural, so easy really. The more time. So it's got interrupted there by Vinny shouting. He thought there was someone at the door, but there wasn't. I got one of those cameras so I can look on my phone to see if there's anyone out there. Is there anybody there? But there wasn't. So the thing is, because he's, he's got such great hearing. All dogs have got really good hearing. He hears things that I can't hear. Which is weird because he never seems to hear me when I when I tell him to do something. <laughs> he never seems to hear me. If he's off his lead and I call him back, he never seems to hear me. Even though he can hear a fart in a hurricane. He is like just he just doesn't do you, Hey, eh? can't hear anything. Bless him. he's cute. He's a good boy. He's just a little bit barky sometimes. He's like a little wind-up toy. Once he gets going, he just can't stop. But hopefully he has. I'm hoping. I'm just stroking him, so giving him a little bit of attention. So hopefully he'll keep quiet. So, you know, we're born into this world with the ability to relax. And relaxing takes no energy. And now what are you doing? I can't play right now, Vinny. I'm busy. I was gonna say I'm trying to try I'm doing my job, but this isn't a job, is it? This is (laughs) I don't know what this is. This is me just talking rubbish for an hour, that's what it is. No one's gonna argue that one. Oh my knee. I think I've This would not be the time to start moaning about having physical pain, would it really? <laughs> oh my knee hurts. No, it doesn't hurt, it just I mean there's certain physical sensations that are just natural. I'm getting old and there's a few aches and pains and it's like, who cares? And I, I feel that about the uh, arthritis in my lower back. It's like, so what? We've all got something. We've all got, you know, it's like, I don't connect any emotions to it. Which it also, it, means, it feels like 99% of the discomfort is gone. Because there's no emotional connection. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I'm not in the mindset of it shouldn't shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be like this. Meh, 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 meh. And all that stuff. Like, well, no. Why shouldn't it be? I'm a human being, you know. Everyone's, we've got human bodies and... We inherit stuff, you know, genetics and all that, you know. And I did a lot of martial arts when I was younger. Did a lot of physical jobs as well. So that's probably had a lot to play on my back. Just had a had a big effect on my lower back and it's worn out a little bit. Oh well. Never mind. I guess I just won't be doing any more tightrope walking. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think uh, you'll ever see anyone with a belly like mine on a tightrope. And if you do, make sure you're not underneath. Because <laughs> you don't want you do not want me landing on you, trust me. So, I in a way there is so many different practices, so many different ideas that you can wrap your mind around when it comes to physical sensations changing. There's techniques you can do that you can, is is unlimited really. Sometimes it can really just be a state of mind and not about being falsely positive but maybe focusing because sometimes you know it's so easy I've, I'm, I'm the king of this uh, there's a part of me that loves feeling sorry for myself Love being a victim. You know, there's a part of, part of me. It's not my whole thing. And I'm trying to move away from that as I got older. But there's a part of me that feels very, very comfortable being like all about me. Like, oh, I've got this, I've got that. Oh, feel sorry from everyone. And it, I don't know what need was was being satisfied with that but it's not useful just not useful because it's you know you get more of what you focus on in life you know there's an old saying which um, blimey forget his name now but it will become what we think about If you, if, if you're thinking about, if you're focusing on how relaxed you are, if you're focusing on the levels of comfort in parts of your body, if you're focusing on how your mind slows down when you listen to my recordings, And then you focus on how that feels, how you feel differently when you are listening to me, even though on some level it, well, it's boring. But on another level, there may be comfort in there as well. There may be a sense of self-healing that comes from you, not from me. I guess the word self was enough wasn't it but you know it's you relax yourself but there's nothing to do but allow it to happen as i said like letting down a balloon blowing up a balloon holding on to stress and tension and physical discomfort is like blowing up a balloon and you've got to keep blowing. You know, even though perhaps you can't put any more air in, you got to, your mouth is around the end of that balloon and you're blowing into it. Because you can't, well, first of all, you can't let that air out because that will just you pop your lungs, I don't know. You can't let it back in your mouth. And when you do let the air out, you have to take it away from your mouth, hold it with your fingers open your fingers and the air is released instantly effortlessly just like tension and stress and physical discomfort instantly released because you're no longer putting the effort in that is required to keep that going even things like anger frustration They take a lot of energy. And I've seen people struggle to keep it going. I've I've actually seen people in the past and they're arguing, maybe with their partner. They're arguing and they're getting really angry. And then their partner says something that makes them laugh. So their natural response is to laugh. That's their natural reaction because it's funny. It's you know it's it's made them laugh. And then seeing them go from laughing to trying to get back that anger that they had before. Having to work into it. Even in the sense sometimes of talking softly again and trying to work themselves up like they were before they started laughing. Because you can't laugh and be angry at the same time. You can't be happy and sad really at the same time. I mean, I guess you can in certain circumstances. There's a little bit of an overlap with that one. Um. You can, you know, I suppose you can think about someone that's passed away. You can be sad that they're not here anymore, but you can kind of have a sense, like maybe smile at a memory of that person. So that would be, I guess, a a different situation. But in the moment of someone having an argument or feeling the physical sensation. You can't hold two opposites at the same time. And one side takes work and the other side doesn't. And so, so you think of it as a tightrope, not tightrope, um, What's that thing where you've got two people at the end of a rope? One's rope pulling. Rope. I don't know, whatever it's called. You know, where you basically... They're each pulling a rope to see who can pull it. <laughs> they're pulling a rope to see who can pull it. That's a really good explanation. Um, so you've got one person who is pulling. The person is pulling, they're putting all their strength and energy into it. And they're using all their strength. Now that's the, would be the physical discomfort side. The other side is a thousand times stronger. Doesn't have to put any energy in to hold it. And keeps it kind of fairly balanced. Doesn't win. Doesn't try to win. Just allows it to be there. Allows the the angry, the physical displeasure to pull and pull and use all its energy up because eventually that energy will run out the relaxing side the calm side is the side that's the strongest that doesn't have to put any energy in can just hold that part of the rope just literally with two fingers, no energy, no strength needed, just so easy. And then when the other side, the physical displeasure side, the angry side, the tense, stressed side that's putting all that energy in, gets tired, which it always does, it's got no choice but to get tired because It can't be kept up forever, you know. It has to eventually run out of energy, run out of steam. Like a a boiling saucepan of water. Eventually boils dry. Can't boil forever. Eventually it will boil dry. Don't matter how big the saucepan is, eventually it will boil dry so it becomes weaker and weaker and it stops pulling as hard as it did because it can't but the other side still like not putting any effort in just holding it wouldn't even notice if there was a hundred of those physical discomforts holding the other side of the rope. Wouldn't even notice it. It's so strong. Calm. Calmness, relaxation. is so strong. It is unbeatable. You can't, you can't win against it. Anger, stress, tension, anxiety, all those things can't beat relaxation. Because relaxation is something that we're born with. It can't be beaten. It's the strongest thing. Because all the other stuff is has to be created. It's almost like it's made in a lab or something, you know. Like it's false. It might feel real. But it's not based in like forever. Like calmness, relaxation, the ability to fall asleep easily. That's built within us. It might not always feel that way, but when you get down to the bare bones of it and you allow those parts to do their thing in their own way when they want to, without trying to control everything, without trying to control how you feel. When you let go, so when you let go that you realize there's nothing to let go of. And that's, that's kind of a weird thing. It's like a concept like, I'm going to let go now. Oh. there was nothing there to start with. There was... I'm feeling relaxed. But that's just a natural state. It's not something that you have to produce, not something that you have to create. Feeling relaxed is where you return to when you let go of other things, other feelings, other sensations that maybe are not welcome any longer. So it's kind of weird isn't it when you think about it, kind of strange maybe when you realise that there's nothing to let go of. There's nothing there to start with. A sense of calmness, peacefulness is always available. I guess sometimes you need to peel the wallpaper off to see the wall, maybe. That's not a good analogy if you don't have wallpaper <laughs> or if you don't know what wallpaper is. I suppose a banana is a good analogy. Is a banana still a banana when you've taken the skin off? To me, that is the banana. The skin isn't the banana. I don't eat the skin. Although I have, but I don't now. I did it once as a a dare. But I was younger. I was silly. I was only 49. So, I was a young, youngster then. So, something happens... Maybe maybe it's the length of time that you listen to me talking. Just notice what number you are on the the scale of zero ten down to zero. What what scale are you? What number are you now? And you realise Maybe over the next few hours, a few days, few months, few years, even you start to realise more and more that how much of how you feel really is dependent upon how you how you're feeling emotionally, your attitude, your expectations, what you think is going to happen. But when you realise that. Once you start expecting to feel relaxed, you are giving yourself permission to let go of other stuff. And then you are focusing on that, you are focusing on comfort, you are choosing to focus your attention towards the pleasant feelings that you are experiencing the pleasant physical sensations. Now, I'm going to go, there's going to be more of this, <laughs> you might not be happy about that, there are going to be more of these recordings coming, I'm still doing the Let Me Bore You To Sleep ones, and I'm going to do these Let Me boil Your Pain Away recordings. Now, Just, I don't know, just basically see how you feel, notice how you feel, different from how you felt before. And that's what this is all about. Also, it's about my neighbours downstairs giggling. So that's good, they're having fun, it's nice. Doesn't disturb me when I'm making a recording at all. No. Mind you, I can't moan because Vinny he's barked about three times during this recording. So oh man, I tell you I think it was eleven o'clock last night he was barking. It's like, come on man, it's too late. He can't be barking that late at night. And he said, Yeah, but I'm a dog. I said, I know you're a dog, but it doesn't mean you have to bark at 11 o'clock. He said, I can't tell time. I said, well, you should have told me that before I bought you a watch. And he said, a watch? No one owns a watch anymore. I said, I wanted to, I wanted a phone. I said, no, you said you wanted to be able to, I said to you, what time is it? You didn't know. And you said you didn't have anything to tell the time on. And I said I'd get you something. And I did, I got you a watch. Yeah, but I meant I wanted a phone, I wanted an iPhone. That's how I would tell the time. But you said you can't tell the time. Yeah, but I can still use the internet. I can still take pictures and go on to TikTok and make videos. It's really hard to know which of us are talking really because we've both got the same voice. I know. Why don't you do a different voice for me? Because I can't be bothered. But how are they going to know which one's Vinny and which one's you? Why didn't you say my name? Okay, which one's Vinny and which one's Daddy? That's better. Well, I don't know. Just, I guess they'll figure it out. Well, I don't think it really matters anyway. Why? Well, it's come to the end of the recording. Does anyone really care? I mean, probably half the people are asleep by now. The other half are probably... Who knows? What do you mean? Well, I probably stop listening. That's just rude. Why would people stop listening? Because it's boring. But it's supposed to be boring. It's in the title. Let me bore your pain away. It's in the title. Yeah, but it's boring and it's boring. I mean, it's boring because you're trying to be boring. But you really are boring. If you're trying to be boring and you made it, if you made it mildly interesting, like amusingly boring, fair enough. But it's just really boring because you're a really boring person. Okay, mate, you have to go over the top. Oh, no, I've not even started. This is just the beginning. You are so boring. Like, okay, that's enough. It's enough now. No, but, no, that's enough. But you're, I've got more. You are so boring that if a dinosaur's, I no, I don't want to hear it. If the Pope visited you, he would, I don't care. Don't, just stop it. I don't, that's enough. That's enough, Okay. Alright, yeah? Okay, good. If E.T. came back... No, shush, 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 shush. Stop it, I don't care about how boring I am and scenarios involving movie stars or whatever. Well, E.T.'s not really a movie star, is he? Well, he was star of E.T., wasn't he? One of the biggest box office hits of all time. Yeah, but was he really... Was it? Was it? Yeah. Was it really him, the star, or was it Elliot? I'd say probably Elliot. To be honest with you, it was Elliot, wasn't it? Come on, Elliot was the star. Yeah, it was about Et, but it was more about Elliot. I didn't. I don't even know how you remember his name. He weren't even. I mean you're only two years old How did you? when did you ever see E.T.? oh I watched it well, I didn't watch it I listened to it because my mum when she was pregnant with me she watched it and I heard it so all I kept hearing was Elliot Elliot go home ra ra I don't think he ever said ra ra he might have done nope I don't think he did I don't think he did anyway how could you have heard that through your mum's tummy how do you know what I can hear I don't know what you can hear but I'm just saying how could you why are you questioning so why do you always have to question things? Just because you don't understand them means you have to question them. You would you have to actually understand something in order to believe it, do you? Huh? 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 Do you, eh? Huh? 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 Okay, Vinny, let's just leave this now. I wanna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always need to go, don't you? Always need to go somewhere. Huh? Hmm? Mm, mm. You're really annoying. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I'm so annoying. I, I never used to be this annoying, did I, Daddy? No, you didn't, Vinny. You didn't. I don't know what it is. I think... I you're just going through the terrible twos, it's uh, just a difficult period. Also, you're a teenager now as well, so it's like your terrible twos and you're a teenager. So it's a, it's a double whammy. Yeah. There's any chance you can get me some food now. Alright, okay. We'll sort that out. So, we're going to go. Me and Vinny are going to go. And, um, thanks for, thanks for everything. It's been a blast. I'm going to go. So take care. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Be gentle with yourself. Start to notice when you're feeling relaxed. Start to notice how easy it is. When you not just expect, but you allow yourself to feel calm and more relaxed and peaceful. Lots of love bye oh, oh, oh.